This is uh, quite a, a story that the Seattle Times aerospace reporters put together. Dominic Gates, uh, this is about the boy whose shirt was suctioned off him in that flight uh, the other night on the Max 9. And they were over suburban Portland when when uh, the door panel blew out. And it, we'll do a little reread so you don't have to for this thing. Although I recommend you read it. It's a, it's a story of a mother and son going through a pretty crazy experience on that plane. Sounds like the kid was pretty cool, calm, and collected through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. 15-year-old kid who went who went through this. Um, he was seated closest to what became the hole on the side of the plane there. And I would have had a mental breakdown. Yeah. Um, and imagine if it's your kid. I mean, you say yeah. if you were the kid or you're the parent. The parent, you probably way. just read your... <laughs> You're just going into protection mode, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably better off being the parent in this situation than the than the kid. I, or maybe he's just a kid. You just don't know any better. But still, he's 15. Uh, so the, I think he realizes if a hole opened up in a plane the size of a refrigerator and I almost got sucked out, it's real. Yeah. 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 My clothes are heading out the <laughs> heading out into the into the air there, and I'm still here for now. So the story was told to the Seattle Times reporter. The mom did not want to, initially did not want to tell the story, but when she, to the public, when she told her story to her friends, they were like, you have to tell this. People have to know what happened here. And now the mom's kind of angry, um, as you can imagine, because this plane was allowed back up in the sky. I imagine she's angry, too, because there's probably a couple lawyers that ended up, hold on, let's well, craft this statement just right. Let's proceed with the right in the right direction here. Well, let me tell you something about the mom. The mom is a lawyer. Okay, then. And she's a former journalist, so she can put things together. Mm-hmm. She knows what to say. But um, the magic moment this morning, by the way, later on will be, in about a half hour, will be the boy, The will, will be the... The boy sitting down next to the lady and, and asking for the selfie. Not, not he, he moved out of his aisle afterwards, after his t- his shirt was t- was suctioned off, and, uh, and then once the plane landed, he was like next to this lady's like, eh, "Want to take a picture? Can I take my oxygen mask <laughs> off first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is row twenty five, where mom and her fifteen year old son are seated. Mom says it sounded like a bomb going off. And she says, uh, the, the, the story goes, as the air in the passenger cabin rushed out, the mom turned and saw her son's seat twisting backward toward the hole. His seat headrest ripped off and sucked into the void. You imagine seeing that. Yeah. You're, I'm in the twilight zone right now. Yeah. I am in the twilight zone. Her son's arms jerked upward. Mom says he and his seat were pulled back and towards the exterior of the plane in the direction of the hole. I reached over, grabbed his body, and pulled him towards me over the armrest. It was probably I was probably as filled with adrenaline as I've ever been in my life. I had my arms underneath his arm, kind of hooked under his shoulders and wrapped around his back. I did not realize until after the flight that his clothing had been torn off of his upper body. Yeah. Jerked the shirt, and didn't he have like a starter jacket or something? Just yeah. pulled it clean like off. Like a vest and... kind of thing that was ripped right off. 
That's why I told you always wear clean underwear. You never know. She and another woman were both holding on to her son. I was holding on to him repeatedly saying, it's okay, it's okay, buddy, it's okay, it's okay. She said, I, I could see his back. My mind assumed his shirt had been pulled up by me grabbing him. I didn't know that it had been torn off. It didn't occur to me. As the outrush of air subsided, Mom was gripped with a fear that another panel might pop out in their row. There was no such panel, but she didn't know that. So she tried shouting to her seatmate that they had to move to get out of those seats, but it was so loud in there they couldn't hear. Anyways, they both end up getting, they both end up getting out of there and moving. Um, and she said, she said, uh, as they were about to move. She actually hit the, the flight attendant assistance button. After all this happened, and believe it or not, the flight attendant actually came to her row. And um, I'm going to have to ask you to stay in your seat, please. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And uh, the flight attendant, she said, the mom says, I saw the shock on the face of the flight attendant. I remember thinking she didn't even know there was a hole in oh, this plane until that moment. I'm sure she had to know. I mean, you know, that's her workplace. She'd probably been on thousands of flights and never seen that happen. She know she knew something was wrong. She knew something was wrong, but probably, but if I, but maybe shocked her how big that hole was. How big that hole was. Like, oh, okay. I thought maybe it was a window or something. Wow. Um, at first, so at first they got up. Mom threw her son's bag into the aisle. The flight attendant helped them find new seats. When the plug blew out, Mom says I was in go mode. Of course, I was terrified. And the terror doesn't occur to you when you're looking at your child next to a hole in a plane. It's about, I got to get my kid out of here immediately. The terror set in when I was reseated. She said, I was, I'm not a religious person. I prayed for the people in that plane. I don't know that I've ever prayed in my life, but I did. Again, she said she had no intention of speaking to the media until she saw the initial statements from Alaska Airlines in the aftermath of the accident, which emphasized that no one was injured and to her seemed to diminish the severity of what had happened. And be, she became angrier when she read accounts of how pilots had reported intermittent depressurization warnings for the airplane in the days before Friday's flight. It was a crack in there or something. Alaska told the Seattle Times on Saturday that those incidents were fully evaluated and resolved per approved maintenance procedures, but also that out of an abundance of caution, Alaska had restricted the flight from flying long distances over water. Mom said she's disturbed by that and wants to know if the previous depressurization indications were in any way related to Friday's accident. She said, quote, I'm very concerned that Alaska chose to forego maintenance on it and put that plane back in the sky. Maybe there's nothing to it. I don't know. But if, in fact, that's the case, I want people to know. People have got to know whether they can trust Alaska. If they come to this uh, couple, this family, this mom and son, and say, hey, let's, uh, you know, everybody heard what uh, happened. Everybody saw what happened. Let's just not talk to the media anymore, and you guys can have tickets you know, you get the black card. You can fly anywhere you want, whenever you want, the rest of your life. Well, again, mom's a lawyer, so she's she's not she know she's not taking she's not taking that deal. You wouldn't take that deal. Uh, well, no, I think a lawyer would tell you 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 can you can probably get a lot more. <laughs> you can probably get a lot more than free flights the rest of your life 
You saw your son, the trauma of seeing your son almost sucked through a hole, and you and a passenger maybe having to save him from going through that hole. That might be more worth more than free flights. That might be worth more than the Alaska Airlines black card. I don't know. Anyway, as mom exited the plane, the captain came over to her. Mom said she, the captain, asked me repeatedly if we were okay. She appeared very worried for our safety. I hugged her and thanked her for getting everyone on the ground. In the disembarkation area, the ground staff put up a medical blind shielding mom and her son and two other distressed passengers. The Alaska Airlines ground staff looked shocked, mom said. Both mom and her son were injured but did not require urgent medical attention. Mom said at this point she was just focused on her son. He was relatively calm. He's a tough kid. Yeah, he, he was calm. He was pretty calm. He was looking yeah. for that selfie. I tried very hard to set the tone with him as far as how we were going to behave. In crisis situations, I am not one to panic. I slipped up a couple of times when the pilot came out. I lost my composure when I saw the passenger who had been seated next to me. I lost my composure. Imagine the people sitting at uh, the Portland International Airport waiting to board yeah, that flight and go, go somewhere else or We're something. We're not getting on that or, plane. Or, or whatever, any plane. <laughs> and you see that thing coming in with a huge hole in the side of it. Like, well, I guess we're not getting on that one. Ours doesn't have a hole, does it? No. Yeah. 